0: Hello fellow gritizens. Do you believe in your ability to navigate life's obstacles, but you're not always sure where to start? Well, lend us your ear, because here on our Grow My Grit podcast, we gather strength and inspiration from real people navigating real obstacles in real time with grit. My name is Peter Willis, coming in from Calgary, Alberta, together with our gritty guru, Hayes Shetmeyer, who is beaming in from Mississauga, Ontario.
1: Here on the Grow My Grit podcast, our intention is to engage with guests and listeners who are ready to know, grow and show their grit. Perhaps best described, as one's default settings in the face of obstacles, and what obstacles we faced since the beginning of 2020.
0: However, one of the biggest opportunities available to us all is the possibility of recreating our identities and re-engaging our relationship to both ourselves and to one another using the unique strengths we already possess and reliably bring to challenging situations.
1: With our individual grit compass as our guide, let's explore what's available on the other side of obstacles.
0: Are you ready? Hello, Hayes. How are you doing?
1: I am so wonderful, Peter. How are you?
0: I'm great. It is nice to see you after two weeks of not really seeing you. It's great to see you again.
1: So good to be together.
0: And on my screen in front of me, we have a special guest. Are you able to let everyone know who our special guest is?
1: I certainly am. Our special guest today is Jennifer Fasiano. I refer to her as Firefly. She is an online promotion specialist. She's done wonders for my social media, and I really wanted to get her here on the show to really just talk about her opportunities to create a business around those skill sets using Grit. Jennifer was one of the people at my last online workshop in December and really had an opportunity to literally worked through the process from the beginning and has used it in her business adventures. And I just thought it would be awesome to hear from someone doing the work to create work and navigating lots of obstacles and really reaping a couple of benefits here and there along the way. So I thought she would just be the perfect person to really talk about what this looks like and how it feels navigating real obstacles in real time. Firefly, welcome.
2: Hi, guys. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me as a guest. My name is Jennifer Fasciano. My business is Jenny Fire Promotions. Um, yeah, I started doing this cor- the free course that Hayes was doing in December of 2020. And um, while I was doing it, kind of gave me my aha moment. My G was grow. So I wanted to figure out how I can grow as a person and grow a um, person with a business as well. Um, R is to remember um, what made me happy and what excited me when I was doing things. Um, The I is to inspire. I wanted to inspire people around me and even to inspire myself with new things. And the T was a hard one to pick. So I kind of tossed and turned. but I think these three T's that I picked actually all go together. Um, The first one was to tackle where to start on my business journey and what I really wanted to focus and zoom in on. My other T was try something new and something that uh, would get me out of my comfort zone and set me up there so that I would try something that I'm going to enjoy in the end. And the last one is to trust myself and my decisions that I make and that I can actually trust myself and that I can do it. So building my business, I use those letters to guide me. And even when I went and started this course that I did with you, Hayes, I wasn't coming out of this with a business I was just trying to think of where to go with my life because I was kind of a little lost and then when we had our one-on conversation you're like you kind of inspired me to hire you and help me because I knew social media and you didn't at the time and I use those skill sets to help.
1: Fantastic. And what I love about your share, I say that a lot and what I love because I love a lot of things, but really the two pieces that stood out for me, first of all, is that idea that knowing your grit, so even choosing your G-R-I-N-T words becomes an opportunity to talk about them with someone else. And all of a sudden you're growing your grit. So just like you said, you came to the workshop with the intention of really just getting a sense of how you do hard things in general. But as you spoke about things you were doing anyway and what you could be doing, all I heard was, whoa, let's use this to create something where what you're already doing for people for free could in fact be a business opportunity. So the know and grow really went together well. And then the second piece I heard is that piece of just really thinking out loud with someone else around your grit is a way of showing your grit. So you essentially had opportunity to know your grit, (laughs) grow your grit, and then show it without even realizing that was happening. And you've continued that in the last nine months since December without even intending to, but yeah, I just, I love this process for that.
2: And it's amazing too, because there are so many G words and there's so many R words and there's ones that resonate with you and you keep going back and forth. And through this whole process, I wasn't sure where I was going with this. I didn't even know I was going to start a business from this. I was just wanted to take this course because someone recommended it and I was just doing it to see where it would lead. And as I was doing the process and I was talking to you. It's funny how the, the letters came to me because they made me smile. They made me get excited inside. And then I was talking about stories about why, how to inspire and all these things. So it's a pretty cool process. It's, it's, a, I thought it was going to be overwhelming because there's so many letters, but once you start focusing in on what you'd want and what you think you're going to need or whatever, it's, it's there, it comes. And, uh, it's just, I had my all home moment. It was awesome. I liked it. Yes.
1: This is my joy. <laughs> this is my
2: joy.
0: <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for you, Jennifer. And it's not, I have one for your business as well. But the first one would be, because this is interesting. I think this is, this is the first time that, uh, that's, that we've had someone come on, Hayes, I think, that has, uh, at least in my recollection, that has done a, a discovery class or that's been the, 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 the start of the conversation. And although other people have certainly worked with you, but I was going to ask uh, Jennifer, how did you discover the the workshop? And then you mentioned that someone recommended it to you, but like, just because this is a, a new thing for for me, literally like this is, so how, how did you discover it? Uh, is it, was it kind of in your circle of friends or how, uh, you know, how did you, how did you come across kind of what Hayes does?
2: So Hayes is the, on the board of many hands doing good at charity yep. here. Um, and, I help with that charity. I'm on the. I'm not a board member. I'm just a volunteer that helps yeah. and does um, some side work on the things. So one of the members on the board members who I'm friends with has referred me to Hayes's program and said, "I'm going to do it with you." And then uh, she wasn't able to make the time slot I did, so I still went by myself and I. Did it so I'm. <laughs> I was neglected at first to do it because I wasn't sure I was going. But you know what? I'm really glad I did, and it wasn't. A, it was a fun workshop, and I learned so much. And um, the other girl that was in my sessions, we had some really good chats and deeper understanding. And it was just funny how when you start talking to someone else, how your passions come out and what you likes and dislikes are, and how it all formed. So it was good.
0: Awesome, yeah, awesome. When so when you were going through your uh, going uh, through that workshop and things, uh, one of the things I just pick up on is that you were doing some. You were already involved in social media, but you were doing a lot of things that weren't bringing you uh, that weren't earning you a lot of money kind of thing. Right. Uh, And you've, you've switched to like, make it, making it a business model, which is really interesting. Like selfishly, that is a real, that's a a great interest to me. And I think it probably is to a lot of people I know as well, like hobbies that they have that are probably very, very good at. How do you flip that into something that maybe you can uh, support yourself a little bit with that is so how hard is that, or how hard is that mental flip to actually uh, kind of decide that, no, I'm actually going to make a, a run at this with a business. That to me is really inspiring. So how difficult was that? How long did it take to pull that together?
2: Well, I've been using social media since 2007 and I've mm-hmm. uh, I've done really well with engagement and stuff and things. And I just tell people all the time tips and tricks. And when I was actually doing Hayes's, um discovery, I was actually in fitness and nutrition. And when I was thinking of a business in my back of my head, that's what I was doing. But when Hayes was talking to me and I was just telling her like, this is, for me, it comes naturally and I could figure it out. And I didn't realize that other people, it doesn't come so naturally to them. So the wheel started turning and I don't know how to actually make money off of it. But then when I started sitting down and actually thinking of it, and Hayes is a perfect example that she was able to help me as I was building my business, what I disliked about helping people with social media, what I liked about social media, and I kept narrowing. in. so um, it's still a work in progress, Peter. I have um, narrowed it down a lot. But as you start doing more things and more social media changes, um, my business model kind of says, oh, you know what? I want to do this instead, or I'm going to add this to it. So it's still a little difficult because I'm still Mm -hmm. shy a little bit about how to charge my services to people and things because sure. there's other people out there that can do the same thing as I do. But the difference is, is you're, you're selling into me, like my personality, my things. And I'm a little bit different with social media because I'm not in your face. I get the clients to fall in love with the person. So with Hayes, I'm going to use it as an example. Is that okay? Yes, uh, for her Instagram accounts, Hayes doesn't like to post all the time. So but she doesn't mind speaking in front of the camera. So we got her starting to do little, little videos to get people to know her, to see what she does and get her personality. And then now she's doing IGTVs and stuff. And she actually has a really good following of people behind her that if she doesn't post, she hears about it because then she says, you really noticed. <laughs> I said, yes, because people are falling in love with you, not your products, not what you're doing. It's they're liking, they're building a relationship with you. It's all about networking and making those connections with people. Whereas a lot of people just like to use social media and bam. And oh, what do I call them? Wham, mm. bam and thank you, ma'am, like they just spot and leave. They never actually sit there to make connections with people. And that's where I've actually th- um, thrived in social media is that I've actually made connections with people, the people that I'm friends with on Facebook. I've actually had conversations with them through Messenger. Maybe I've never met them before, but I at least know something about them because I've reached out to them. And it takes a lot of work, but at the same time, I enjoy it. I love meeting new people and understanding what they do. So that's that's my little tip and trick. (laughs) And
1: I totally want to jump in because what's been cool about your experience is that learn, I've learned so much from you, but at the same time, been able to point out ways that you could be doing even more of what you're already doing. Because to the beginning where I heard you talk and was like, I do not ever want to have to do what you're doing. But I know that my business needs the skill set. So if I would hire you, because that's what your skill set is, doesn't come naturally to me. So I'm one of a gazillion entrepreneurs. So I'm sure there'd be a lot of other people willing to pay for what it is you do. So in terms of that opportunity to really hear from someone who values what you do and is willing to pay for it, that is proof that even though you've been doing what you've been doing, because it comes naturally, it can lead to something that's sustainable. And then as well in that same idea, knowing that you could package things. So what we're working on now informally, not necessarily as a a grit package, but really getting to that piece where you're so good at being able to offer skills, it's kind of how do you create little workshops, because that's one Mm. level of service that people are used to. So one thing that we're talking about back and forth is you have all this knowledge. Some people may not want to be in the one to one setting. But how do you inspire people? That's your eye with tiny workshops, which is super out of your comfort zone, because you said before, building workshops doesn't sit isn't something you do automatically. So how do you even rain it down? But building on Peter's question of how do you start the business piece, it's passion. And then it's, packaging seems to have been like <laughs> mm-hmm. uh okay this I've got all this information all these skills but if I want to inspire and kind of reach in a way that is effective where do I start
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and because of our talks and stuff I am working on packages and stuff because everybody that comes through me or stuff i all need something different. I don't want to do things for people. I like to actually help them learn how to do it for themselves because in the end, it's your business. It's your thing. And I understand they don't like, you might not have time, but when I first started um, using Facebook and stuff, I reached out to someone and they came over and explained everything to me and taught me things. And they brought me under their arms, their wings and stuff. And that was a big thing for me because it helped me with my business at that time to utilize Facebook and because it was something brand new that just came out. And now with COVID hitting and everyone's online, um, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to get out there and to show everybody what you got. So I'm also building packages because people don't always have time to meet up with me and stuff. So at least I can still give them my wealth of knowledge. Um, and to Peter's point, as like I, where I start as I just started brainstorming, I just write all these things and um, different things points on the piece of paper. And now I'm just kind of, kind of narrowing them down to 12 weeks of what people need to know. And then I'm eventually going to maybe run it past Hayes because she's already been through the process with me to see if it makes sense in that same way if it's if it flows. Um, but it's all new to me. It's, and I do get nervous. I get, I'm not going to lie. I'm <laughs> out of my comfort zone, but I want to be inspiring to other people. And I'm just remembering I want to grow and I want to remember what my happiness is. And I enjoy doing these things.
1: I love how you brought it right back to your grit, because at the end of the day, what we're talking about is doing hard things. And we each have a different approach to doing hard things. And what's hard for you is not necessarily hard for me. But if we can talk about those difficulties and those obstacles and get ideas from each other. And I love how you said you continue to go back. Wait, I'm doing this because I want to grow in the face of challenging situations. I go back to remembering growing is what's going to motivate me. So I really, I love having done the workshop so many months ago. I love hearing that it's quite natural in your vocabulary to just to kind of pull out like your default setting is truly your default setting and it's a springboard. So I just, I love this opportunity to connect back with you and your grit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I I always want to go back to my grit because I always want to remember why I started it off and what was that, that spark that lit my fire that ignited this big passion of mine and being able to do something that I enjoy and I love being able to help others and just seeing them like I whenever you post I'm like oh my god it's so! I'm getting so excited for people that have used me and have used my my tips and tricks because they do work you just have to be it's all about consistency in anything you do it doesn't even have to be social media it's anything in life if you want to be good at something or if you want to learn something you have to do it more than once and you're going to fail mm-hmm. because if you don't you're never going to learn so just keep plucking away and you get at it awesome i'm looking
1: at peter and smiling
0: <laughs> i like so what I, what i liked uh it was almost it was a while ago but it was almost at the beginning and to me it just sounds like you know when you're talking about your for lack of a better word selling or promoting it's the personality as opposed to uh, I'll probably get the terminology a bit wrong, uh, but it's not just content. content. You're not creating content for the sake of creating content, right? And so that's yeah. I just I just I, li- I like that. Like that just sounds really nice to me. That it's just yeah. it's not like you're posting because you you, you need to. And I certainly am f- familiar with that strategy of just content-driven, content-driven. Got to create content, and it just that doesn't sit well with with me. Just the sake for for the sake of creating content, create content and put it out. And it just sounds to me like you're, uh, you know, uh, getting Hayes to when she's ready, when she wants to, when she's feeling inspired I mean, and probably a little more frequent than that. There's a bit of a challenge, but that, you know, she, you're, it's her that's coming through mm-hmm. as opposed to just content, 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 at least in terms of what Hayes is doing. And that just sounds really, that sounds great to me.
2: When I first started networking mm. over 10 years ago, mm. um, when I walked into a room, there was more than one person selling the same product that I sold and I was discouraged. I'm like, well, how am I supposed to make sales if everyone's selling the same product? Then someone mentioned something and something clicked to me. I'm not selling the product. I'm selling me because people are going to buy from me because they like my personality. They, they resonate with me. It doesn't matter if someone's selling the same product or same service as you. You have your certain people that you're going to go to, and they're going to refer you to people. Um, you may, and you don't, and you don't want to necessarily work with everyone as well too, right? Mm-hmm. So when I went to networking events, I was just me and my business was my side thing. So it was more about me getting to know people, building a relationship with them um, and utilizing like I have, I have three small children at that time. So I was talking about them and how I use my products to help them and stuff, but using my everyday stories because it was very discouraging going into that first networking event and there's five other people selling the same thing you are and i'm like (laughs) but then at the same time i was like i was getting discouraged but then at the same time i love being social and stuff so why not just get people to know who i am and it worked and i liked it and i think i do really well at it too because i have people that like i don't know Say it. Say it. Say it. You're good at what you do. Say it. I'm good at what I'm I am. I'm good at what I'm doing. I inspire people. And just like even I just have a lot of people that I that look up to me, I guess. And I never really realized that on social media until recently when um I started posting pictures and stuff of my things and my engagement on my my face my personal page is so I like it. It's a lot of people always talking to me and asking me questions. So it's 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 I gotta just bring that now to my business pages so that when I have clients showing me that they're not my friends on Facebook, that they can see I actually have merit to what I say. Mm-hmm.
1: So thinking of what you just said was a lot of reflection, and it's so important to have that that insight into your own experiences looking ahead would you say, how would you say that your grit and your personality are an entrepreneur's best bet to approach the obstacle of building a business? Because what I've heard you say in a couple different ways is that your ability to tap into what you love and your understanding of your grit have really been the safety net as you try to go forward. So if you were meeting someone for the first time who not only wanted your online promotion skills but wanted your insight as an entrepreneur and you were like the ingredients are grit and personality how would you what would you tell them to do with those two
2: i would tell them to take one of your workshops and buy your book and read it <laughs> to get inspiration from the grit front of you because it actually has helped me a lot um just have fun enjoy mm. just be yourself um there's going to be obstacles I get uncomfortable, but you have to get uncomfortable to get comfortable mm. because if you just stay in that comfort zone, you're never going to grow or you're never going to try something new. So you want to jump out and try it. Um, and it's not scary. It is, but there's other people out there too. And you have, like with me, I just reach out to friends that I, or people that actually do what I do. I ask them questions too. I'm always asking people questions. I always look at, I'm always watching other people, what they post. And um, I have, I take notes on people so that if I have a client in my head, I'm saying something, I'm not going to copy their post, but I'm going to use that as inspiration to make it up with the other person and try to do things. But I do a lot of behind the scenes stuff too, because I don't always like to be in the spotlight, but um, I'm behind the scenes doing things for people on social media. So I just don't help people. So if someone also has like, a task that they don't really want to do, I go behind the scenes and I help them out as well. And then if someone has like just something that they want to promote for a short time, like just say a program or something, and they want people to get out there, I help them do that too. So it's not just me helping people with social media learning, but also helping them if they have big tasks that they need, they don't have very much time to do that I can actually help them do as well.
1: Mm -hmm. So you totally just answered the question, because what you just came up with is know your grit, know your personality, and know people doing similar things. That's really a way to start. So you're not reinventing necessarily what could be done, but you're essentially looking at what you've got to offer, and then building on what's out there and then making it your own. So I love that that just came out. Know your grit, know your personality, and know what's kind of in your circle but also what's beyond it might be a nice like
2: and one thing about social media it's always changing every single day Facebook's always changing its Mm -hmm. updates or something and you just have to be on it and and you do make mistakes too telling people because oh you didn't realize it yourself that last night this would happen but now all of a sudden this happens so And the other thing too, I want to tell everybody, Mm -hmm. change your password, put, uh, make sure that you have, if you're on Facebook, make sure you have an email address and a phone number on there because I just got hacked and I was off Facebook for two weeks and I can't believe how easily they hacked me and how hard it was to get back onto Facebook. I know people that have lost accounts and they can't get back on there. So as soon as I went back on, I was fortunate to get my account back, that I changed my passwords, and I, I put it in my phone to change it every few months so that I'm on to that. Um, when So Facebook asks you to put a phone number in, do it, because it needs you for re verification if it, anything happens. Public service announcement. That's okay. Public
1: service. But that's your passion. Again, you're so invested in social media that I can't even imagine how you lasted two weeks without it. But
2: <laughs> it wasn't even about being locked out of it. Um and not being able to socialize with people. It was what I've been posting. Like I know a lot of people like me, myself, I, all my photos are on there of my family. I love the memories of my kids coming up there. And my cousin that has passed away. We had so many conversations that I've always kept them on messenger that I never even thought to Mm. save them somewhere else because I never thought someone would take my account away from me. And I never realized how much stuff you would actually miss. And, um, so that's what it was more about. It wasn't about that I couldn't talk to people or be social. It was just about all my my stuff and now I'm backing up my files and stuff too.
1: So Peter, a question for you, knowing that starting a website, starting a few opportunities are in your future, how what would you say you've taken away from this conversation so far? In case there are other listeners who are contemplating starting a business, starting a website.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, this is, I have a question. So I'll answer that for sure. Mm-hmm. The question that I would also ask, or we'll get to it after that perhaps, is when um, Jennifer, you said that you help people behind the scenes and you had some examples of other things you do behind the scenes. That to me is really interesting as well because I like the tactical as well. To me, the takeaway is ask for help. Like that's it, right? And so what I mean by that is if I've got something, like I got, if um, an ideas, right? Like, so, an ideas person, and it doesn't have to be me. It could be Hayes, it could be anyone. Ideas people, and I'm slowly starting to cop onto this. And this is a fantastic example, Jennifer. It's like, so, I am an ideas person, and I really struggle with the execution, right? And I get really overwhelmed because there's so many ideas, and I just, I can't, I don't know what to do. And I don't know who to ask. I don't know I don't know where to go, right? And I understand the importance of social media. I'm probably a little bit like Hayes. I'm a, uh, it's a, I'm a little bit hands-off, right? But I understand, I completely get the importance and uh, the value, the genuine value that it can bring. I'm just intimidated like crazy by it. So I, I'm not on it, right? And to me, it's like, well, you ask for help because again, you reach out and there's people who love this stuff who want to help and who want to be part of it and now you've got like a team starting you know like and that to me is so important instead of like internalizing everything which is for me again what I tend to do lots of ideas lots of things I get like 60 percent 70 percent and then everything goes on shut down because I don't know the next 30 percent and that's like so many opportunities in life right And the more you can reach out and ask for help, Mm -hmm. you run into people like yourself who are like, actually, I love social media and this is what I want to do. Boom. Right. And now all of a sudden you're at 80 percent. You can move forward. Right. And so to me, the takeaway is like. Don't always internalize like you have to ask for assistance, ask for help because you you will start to meet and uh, be involved with people who who love the things that you struggle with and that's just so fascinating to me and I love hearing stories like this because it's proof it's proof that it's that it happens right like uh, you need to talk about things ask for help and get uh, get people to team up with people right
2: yeah so what I was going to say is that you don't even have to ask. Sometimes you don't even have to ask people. You just tell people what you're thinking or what you're trying to do. Right. And you never know right. who you're going to bump into. And that says, you know what? I know who to set you up with. So another little thing that I love doing and I'm very passionate about is that because I talk to people, so many people, and I actually have a good memory of when I meet people, I remember their names, what they do. That's one of my my sweet spots, if you want to call it. Um I have a Rolodex in my head. So Peter, if you needed something or you're asking me and you want to have an idea, you tell me, I'm like, when I'm talking, I'm thinking in my head, who can I hook Peter up to help with that so that they can collaborate together? Mm -hmm. So you never know, even if you're not even asking for help, but if you actually just tell someone, I have this idea that I want to do this, but I don't know where to start. You're just letting the universe know that because then they're... It's going to help you. You're going to find someone that's going to be around that level. That's what's happened to me a lot this time. Like, I go to networking events and I just say a question, and you never know. There's so many people out there that want to help you and just push you and steer you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm a person that has ideas constantly in my head as well, and I don't execute them all because it's too time consuming all the time, or I don't know where to turn. So I just focus on the ones that I want. But another thing, too, is when I meet people, I also get ideas for them as well. And I just love sharing them with them.
0: It's not always the ask. You just start you just have to learn to express, right?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Share. And
0: that can be very difficult. Like that's a hurt for for, that's a hurdle in itself, is the expression of your Mm -hmm. goals or desires or dreams. That's difficult as well for many, I think. But it is for me. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, it is it is for me too. But I learned that if I start talking about things it's just amazing what things you can pull out from it because you were at the right time at the right place, just asking the right question. And yeah. and if you never spoke up and never said anything, you would have never have known that opportunity was there.
0: Yeah. That's, that's great.
2: Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm learning a lot. I love it. And I'm, it makes me happy talking about it. It makes me like, if you could actually see, I'm all smiling and I'm all bright, like a firefly. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: Yes, hence the name, hence the name. But I love this element to it, because at the end of the day, and I just really get excited about having conversations with people about how to approach obstacles with your skill set in mind, just really being able to root down to your point that there's so much value in meeting people. And I think what I bring to a lot of conversations is I'm a mirror for what a lot of people are thinking and saying and experiencing, but not ever expressing. And so my my superpower is that as you start to talk about things, you start to learn about yourself. And the grit framework is just a really concrete way to say, okay, here's what's coming up. But here are the strengths I reliably bring to that challenge. And now I know where to go. Now I have an idea of what direction to go. And I have an idea of what I'm bringing. So I don't ever have to feel like I don't have anything to bring to that conversation. So just that piece for me is that whole reminder that we're always going to be doing hard things. But our unique approach is a great place to start because we don't know who we're going to meet. We don't know what's coming next. But if we have the confidence, understanding, the grounding in our current skill sets, then it's a nice place to be and a nice place to start. A springboard so that you can dive into whatever wonderful, difficult, mysterious opportunities are around the corner.
2: Um.
0: (laughs) When you're saying that... uh you know, you help people with things behind the scenes. Uh, and I was just wondering, like, what, mm-hmm. what might that entail, for example, like, again, and this is really useful for me, like just this discussion, because I, I'm not used to it. But just hearing what people do is, uh, yeah, it's it's fascinating, because I don't know what you mean. And I would love to know what you mean.
2: <laughs> okay. So an example is, um, I haven't, dived into TikTok yet or anything. And I should, I know that because it's very popular, but I do do reels and stuff and I've watched them. And when I was working with the charity, I worked behind the scenes and I, I thought of a way to get them out there and noticed. Um, so we did a ball tossing thing, but I made a video, told them what to do in the video, showed them how to do it visually and talking. And I made a ball in front of them and I tossed it. So that it was easy because I'm a visual person. So if I see it, it's easier for me to do. So if I thought if I send it to them, so then they sent me all the videos and then I merged them. I got some help and we merged them all together. and We put it out there. So that was like behind the scenes. Like I never, like no one would never know that I was the one that did all that. Right. And I've done that for another client of mine as well. Um, and I've also another client. Um, she was doing a program and, she didn't have time to message everybody on Facebook about the program and just follow up with them if they're saying yes or no and keeping track of them. So behind the scenes, I was in her messenger sending out her precedent um, message and then keeping track of all the responses. So she didn't have to do it. And I Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. took an hour or two a day to do them myself. So I just help with people that have big projects on the go that, um, that they don't have time to do. And, Mm-hmm. they can hire me to do it instead. Um, I'm open to suggestions of other things. I don't know what else I can do or whatnot, but I'm always up for a challenge and learning new things. Um, and if I don't know how to do it, I'll still say yes, and I'll figure out how to do it. Awesome. Because <laughs> I'll ask or Google. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I,
1: it's, yeah. And it's that value. So essentially what I'm hearing you say and offer people in terms of advice is knowing your value. So I talk about grit all the time because that's my favorite thing. But what you're referencing is that value piece. So people, your clients have things that they need to get done that are of value, but they don't have the time or have the time, but would rather be doing something else because they know that there's someone available. So another takeaway, I think, is really looking to create your business around Knowing the value that you're offering to people because that's an important selling point. Because a lot of people don't even realize sometimes, I would love not to have to do that. You're offering me the convenience of giving my time to something else. So I just, I like how you've said a couple of times that knowing the value of what you bring is an important piece to be able to say because that's what people are looking for value. And it's neat when you have it and know it.
2: And the other thing too is is you, if you take on a client, you can do short term or long term. Like you don't, like I don't, like those little tasks are just like a week task to do. It's not like they're months and months and months. So right. even if yeah, yeah. it's not my favorite thing to do, I still will do it because it's only one week of work to do for me. So. Whereas that other person, it's constantly for them. And it's taken a weight off their shoulders, too, so that they can concentrate on other things to promote their programs and Mm -hmm. do in-persons and Zoom calls, right? It's fun being behind the scenes sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, it's really interesting.
1: Oh, my goodness. I feel like there's been a lot to learn. And I'm excited that there's this new spin on grit where it's really the combination of grit and Personality and branding that I don't always hear people talk about but is an important opportunity that if you're creating the business it'll be full of obstacles get your grit know your grit grow your grit show your grit but also your personality because that's a draw and that effort to learn about the value you're offering would really be a great foundation to describe to
2: start yeah does that I, I really sit? like how you describe that all together and you yeah. you wrapped it all up into one yeah. um I love the grit how it can doesn't matter who you are what you're looking for the grit can help you in any type of way an obstacle course and you can even have a grit for your business you can have your grit for your personal life it's not just on one count right Mm -hmm. because I've listened to the past podcasts too and everyone has a different unique story even in the book themselves right everyone you may even pick the same word yeah You might even have the same word, everybody, but everyone's meaning behind the word is something different. And it means something totally different in their view and their perspective of that Mm -hmm. word
1: is, so it's really cool, actually. Thank you for saying that, because I feel like that's the perfect segue to kind of seal up this conversation is that grit is so important because we're always navigating obstacles, but it's so personal and the ability to take the time and know what sits with you, know what describes what you do, is energizing and empowering. And there's a level of ownership that just offers the strength, the capacity to keep navigating obstacles. I feel like that's just the perfect icing on a new story. I love how you referenced that previous podcast, encourage people to really listen and think about how different stories Capture different experiences, but at the same time, you are now part of that that catalog of gridizens who have been able to give us some insights, give the listeners insights, and really support this idea of moving ahead with who you are, what you have to bring. And what's possible?
0: <laughs> that was awesome. You summed it up uh, like Jennifer said. You do such a great job of that at the end, when you sum everything up so nicely. It was uh, that was wonderful. I really enjoyed that, Jennifer. Thanks for uh, all of your your insights and some of the tactical stuff too. That's always fun for me. I just I, I really enjoyed that. That was uh, that was inspiring.
2: Well, thank you very much for having me on here. Um, I was a little nervous to come, but you guys made it so mm-hmm. fun and friendly and not nerve wracking at all, but, and I was just able to be myself. So it was great. And thank you. Thank you very much for this opportunity. And I, I love sharing um, my grit with people because it actually has changed the, my whole 2021. Awesome. Oh, thank you.
0: It was great to, great to meet you, Jennifer, uh, virtually here. Thank you. <laughs> And Hayes, it was great to see you. And uh, everyone, this was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So good. Thanks, everyone. And we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Grow My Grit with your hosts, Hayes Shetmeyer and Peter Willis, is a production of Gritty Guru Company technical production by Niall Fines. Music by Peter Willis. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Google, and Spotify. For more information about Hayes' book, Know, Grow, and Show Your Grit, Self-Discovery Made Simple, please visit growmygrit.com.